are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. One final college football game of the season, but today's focus in the full weekend preview is all about Big Ten basketball. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Locked On Big Ten podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ben Stevens. It is Friday, January 8th, and the preview is all about Big Ten basketball this week. We will get to Ohio State and Alabama in the national championship on the first episode of next week on Monday's show. But our focus for five great games of Big Ten basketball is this weekend preview. And joining me is our dear friend on this podcast. He is a sports reporter anchor at NBC 15 in Madison, Wisconsin. It is George Blechey back on the show for the first time, if I'm not mistaken, George, to speak about some Big Ten hoops. It's great to have you here regardless. That's right. It feels good to turn the page. I'm excited. I'm I'm very excited for Monday night. Of course, see how Ohio State matches up against Alabama. But it is excited that now it's like we really feel like we get into the full delve and dive into Big Ten basketball season. And I haven't told George this yet, but there's an idea percolating in the back of my mind that maybe we do a locked on Big Ten game day recap show after the national championship on Monday night if George is available. We'll have to get to that. But the focus, George, right now is Big Ten basketball. Five games this weekend. There was originally scheduled six, but Penn State and Michigan has been postponed due to an ongoing COVID issue within the Penn State basketball program. Their upcoming game for next Tuesday against Rutgers has also been postponed at this moment as well. So we wish them health and a quick return to Big Ten basketball competition. But five great games to focus on. And if you remember from our first weekend preview here on the Locked On Big Ten podcast, we are going to go over the games in three categories. A Locked On Lock, our best bet of the weekend, the underdog special, and then a third category of our creative choosing where we will put George on display to see what fun way he is approaching his third game, his third pick for the weekend of Big Ten basketball. Only five games, but a lot of fun to get into for Big Ten basketball. Again, one final reminder before we get into George's first locked on lock is because if you bet on college basketball, the lines don't generally come out in earnest until about 24 hours prior to tip. So that makes our job when we're talking about games on Sunday a little bit harder. So what we use here is called the Ken Palm variance, the KP variance from the smartest man in all college basketball, Kenneth Pomeroy. He puts out predictions of scores between two teams in a matchup, and that is generally pretty close to what Vegas ends up putting their final spread in line as. Last year, when I was going through Big Ten basketball season, his average week-to-week was about .7. So we will say a KP variance if we think that, for instance, Michigan State is predicted to beat Purdue 73-71. to That would be a spread of two, but we'd even say take it up to four or five with the variance by the time tip happens on whatever day that is. A large explanation, but just wanted to set the table. And now George Belecci sets the table for us for his locked-on lock for this weekend of Big Ten basketball. You know, Ben, when I was going through all these games, I'm looking forward to the weekend we'll have. I was kind of looking for a sexy pick, like what's the best bet? What's the one that's not obvious? But sometimes you just got to go with what's there right in front of you. And to me, it's Iowa minus seven over number 16, Minnesota. Number five, Iowa, I left that out there, over number 16, Minnesota. I also like the over, it's right now at 163 between these two squads. Look, you're going to, look, we're going to see a great matchup because Luca Garza, 27 points per game. Marcus Carr from Minnesota, averaging 22 points per game. Garza, of course, is center, but has shown he can shoot this year. Marcus Carr, one of the best guards in the country, not just in the Big Ten. But the Hawkeyes can score 100 points any night. 
They will allow 99, but who can keep up with them? I don't see that being Minnesota. And Minnesota also allows 73 points per game defensively. So to me, it's kind of like a lock that Iowa's going to get 80, 85 points. And Minnesota can keep up with them. I just don't see them can keep up to that threshold. If the final score was, say, 90 to 70, would I be surprised now that fall under the under? But I think there's going to be leeway there, and there'll be some garbage time points too. That's why I like both in this. But I just see Iowa, how balanced their shooting is between Luca Garza, Keegan Murray, CJ Frederick, Austin Ash, not even bring Wise Camp into that. But they got four guys that can shoot 44% or better. They're too good of a shooting team right now to loot, to keep it close to a not great defensive team. So that's why I really like Iowa in this one. Iowa is the third best offense in the country, averaging nearly 83 points per game. They are the first adjusted offensive efficiency team when it comes to Ken Pomeroy's rankings in the entire country, leading all of players, all of teams rather, in all of college basketball. Minnesota, the last time we saw them was on Tuesday night, getting or Wednesday night rather, getting absolutely walloped by a Michigan team that is still unbeaten. Minnesota losing by 25 points, 82 to 57. This is a top 20 ranked Minnesota team that has struggled since getting up there in the rankings. But the last time Minnesota and Iowa played each other, George, if you remember on Christmas night, an overtime thriller, Iowa was up seven with just over 30 seconds to go. Minnesota came back, forced that extra session, and then ended up beating Iowa 102-95, which would have absolutely hammered your over of this game on this Saturday or Sunday, rather, between the Gophers and the Hawkeyes. It's going to be a great game, a top-20 matchup. It's going to be very exciting in Big Ten basketball. I agree with you. Sometimes you look for the diamond of the rough. Other times you just have to highlight the best game of the weekend. And Iowa and Minnesota on Sunday will be the best game of the Big Ten weekend. My locked-on lock is Purdue visiting 23rd-ranked Michigan State tonight. Big Ten basketball on a Friday night. Michigan State, as our Ken Palm line sees it, is a two-point favorite. The over-under total, 144. Michigan State had lost three games to start off Big Ten play. The first time they started off 0-3, I think, since the early 70s in conference competition. They have found something. When you play Nebraska, you generally get back on the right foot, and then they absolutely shellacked a very good Rutgers team, a top 15-ranked Rutgers team, 63-45 to on Tuesday night. It was an incredibly impressive performance from Tom Izzo and company in East Lansing. Aaron Henry that night had 20 points and eight rebounds. Rocket Watts in a position coming off the bench that I actually really liked in terms of their roster and lineup on Tuesday, scored 11 points off the bench and they held Rutgers, as I mentioned, to just 45 points. Purdue, on the other hand, is last in the Big Ten when it comes to scoring offense. And in Big Ten play, the Boilermakers are only averaging about 65 points in the five games of Big Ten competition right now. So I expect Michigan State's defense against Purdue tonight to also be pretty good. And the Boilermakers are struggling. They've lost three of their last four. Michigan State is on the up. Purdue is on the little bit of a down. I don't want to say Michigan State has totally figured it out because I don't want to jinx my good friends in East Lansing, Michigan. However, I think they have got something going at least in this current port part of the Big Ten season. I think Michigan State covers that two-point spread as KP sees it right now. Take the variance up to four or five. I think Michigan State wins by close to double digits and looks impressive tonight in the Breslin Center against the Purdue Boilermakers. Yeah, I actually do like that pick too, Ben. I think that could be the diamond of the rough, so good eye there by you. But what I like about Michigan State is Aaron Henry, Joey Hauser, Rocky Watts. I think that three, six points in his last two, shot selection for him needs to get better, but that will come along as he just gets back into the game it's cool to see a senior hit that groove i do also like the under in this one too but i, I would like to touch that like 
an under in football can be satisfying to watch. You got goal line stands, good defense, special teams having an impact, especially in the Big Ten. You're describing but an Big under Ten in basketball right is a lot of missed shots. Yeah, missed opportunities. Like, enjoy life. Like, take the over. Like, who wants to root for the under in college basketball? But I'm going to go with the under in this one, too, especially at 144. I think Travion Williams will have a big day inside. Boilermakers will out-rebound the Spartans, maybe. But I think Michigan State is coming along. And I would like to say this. It's about Rutgers just falling short of Iowa at home. Michigan State just falling short of Wisconsin at home. You got to take these empty arenas into account of when you're saying how these the, the games these teams have lost. I think Michigan does have a win in the Big Ten on Christmas Day if there's a crowd at the Breslin Center. I'm mm. sorry to say that to my Badgers. And I think Rutgers, the rack is one of the most hostile places in college basketball. You wouldn't think it because you don't think much of Rutgers at all. But the rack, when it's packed, is one of the most hostile venues in college basketball. I know New Brunswick isn't a destination, but trust me, just go for a game and then go to New York City, Philly, Boston, wherever you want to go. But go watch a game. I think Rutgers beats Iowa on that day if they have the crowd behind them. I think it's the same thing. So I think the teams, they're 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 better than their records show, and you got to take in these empty arenas into account. Same could be said of Wisconsin when they dropped at home against Maryland. We could go through all the schedules for these teams. So today's weekend preview is all about Big Ten basketball with George Balecci. But are we ready for some football? Because do not forget, there was one final college football game this season, the national championship between the SEC champions, Alabama, and the Big Ten champions, Ohio State. One final game, one final huge matchup in college football this year. And the NFL playoffs also get started tomorrow and Sunday for Super Wild Card Weekend. And there is only one place that has you covered for all of it and one place that we trust here on the Locked On Podcast. Podcast network. That one place is betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code locked on. That's L O C K E D O N for your 50% welcome bonus. All the spreads that we are talking about, if they are not Ken Palm, they are from betonline.ag. That's where we get our spreads for everything, whether it's college football or college basketball. We know the spread for that national championship game that has fluctuated a ton throughout this week, maybe due to some of the reporting about the COVID issues at Ohio State, or maybe just the natural progression leading up to the national championship game on Monday. As it stands right now, Alabama, an eight-point favorite. The over-under total, still monumental, still sitting at 75. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, though, because you can get in on the action at betonline.ag. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to receive a 50% welcome bonus. Whoo, 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 
My dear friend George Blechie and I are trying to give you winners for this weekend of Big Ten Hoops. Our full weekend preview with many more picks to come continues on in just a moment. But betting on college basketball in the Big Ten Conference doesn't have to be a guessing game, especially if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. They've been picking college basketball games all season long and will continue to throughout the heart of conference hoop season. So make sure to get daily picks and quick hitting advice to make the smartest possible wagers each and every weekday. Subscribe to Locked On Bets podcast. Brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your favorite shows. I hope Locked On Big Ten is one of your favorite shows. If not, you're listening to it already. So enjoy it. Give us a five-star rating and review wherever it is you get this show. And we give you some winners with George Belecci for this weekend of Big Ten basketball. And a guy to make sure you keep an eye on tonight in the game between Purdue and Michigan State. If you haven't been watching a lot of Big Ten hoops as the Big Ten football season rounded out, is Zach Eady, the 7-4 freshman center for Purdue. You can't miss him on the floor. He makes everybody, including Luca Garza, look small whenever they're posted up next to him down on the block. So our locked on locks for the weekend. George likes Iowa in the over in their game against Minnesota coming on Sunday. I like Michigan State. Take the variance up to five, whatever the line ends up being by the time we get to tomorrow night. Michigan State winning big at home against Purdue. So now that moves into our second category, the underdog special of this weekend of Big Ten basketball. George, who do you got for this game? Now, this is going to be a bold one, and I went with my gut on this. I think I, I think I really was looking for the diamond in the rough, and I think to a point where I was fooling myself a little bit. I love Trace Jackson Davis. But I think Nebraska could be the underdog special. I just see their length. I just, like I said, I just think defense get fits. I would like to see Fredberg really get this team going. He, he said when he got into Nebraska, he knows the facilities are there. He knows the potential is there. Just the talent has to come. And I mean, this is midway through his second season. So he, obviously we're giving him a long leash. But I just like this on this certain night. When you have length, when you have a good defensive team, and Indiana's best team is a guy on the inside, I think that's why they could pull this off. But I do say this all with a caveat. Nebraska's last win came against Doan University. That's a real school. They're in the NAIA. Don't. This is the don't, big bro. Don't. Don't. Yeah. Oh, you. I know. I know all about because the Doan. Because it's like Doan Wesleyan in Nebraska. Yeah. yeah. If you're really high on North Dakota or South Dakota basketball, then I guess Nebraska has some good wins on the season too. But like those are their marquee wins. So I think this one is a stretch. I just think that when you go through everything, when you see the favorites, you see the lines, Ken Palm is a genius. I do agree with him in a lot of this. That's a, that's that's one I'm going to go with. What did Ken Palm have this line at initially to start? What does he have Indiana winning by? So it is, it is Indiana minus eight. So I think Nebraska can keep it within eight points against Indiana. And listen, you might not be picking Nebraska to win outright this weekend, but you are just picking the underdog special for Nebraska to cover because, as we know, good teams win and great teams cover. Is Nebraska a great team? Absolutely not, but they are gaining some of that experience in Big Ten play. It's a really hodgepodge lineup with a lot of transfers coming in in Fred Hoiberg's second year. They need to establish a little bit of consistency in Lincoln, and Fred Hoiberg and all that he brings to that program really wants to take hold and take off in Lincoln, Nebraska. My underdog special. Is Saturday, the only game on Saturday, Ohio State visiting 15th ranked Rutgers. Rutgers, a one point favorite, as Ken Palm sees it right now, the over under total 141. It kills me to pick against the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. 
I love what Steve Peichel has done these past two seasons. I love everything about Rutgers, your family, your religion, and Rutgers basketball, as Jimmy V would say. And I hate when they lose because I don't get to tweet out that clip. It really pains me. But Rutgers is really struggling right now. And I think a lot of that is to some of the injuries and the lack of depth they have or the consistency they've had all season long. They've lost three of their last four games, including just about two and a half weeks ago against Ohio State. And in that game, they were out-rebounded by the Buckeyes by 20. In their shellacking of a loss to Michigan State on Tuesday night, Rutgers was out-rebounded by 20. The same exact margin in both the game against the Buckeyes and the Spartans. 45 in favor of the opposing team, only 25 boards for Rutgers. Rutgers also played probably their worst performance we've seen in over two years of Big Ten basketball for the Scarlet Knights. They shot just 31% in East Lansing on Tuesday night from the field. 3 of 12 from the three-point line. 6 of 17 from the foul line, as my father would say, they call him free for a reason. And Rutgers really struggled there. And as I mentioned, getting out-rebounded by 20 against a Michigan State team. That was really, really, really bad. But Ohio State, after being ranked in the top 25, has fallen out of the rankings. They're also not playing their best brand of basketball at the moment. They have lost two of their last three. And by 17 points last Sunday to Minnesota. But they've had a full six days off now by the time we get to Saturday to kind of recoup and understand what's going on. I think a key, again, will be that rebounding margin because Rutgers is still without their talented freshman, Cliff Omarui. And he is still not back in the game. And Steve Peichel has said he's not even back at practice yet. So he doesn't really have an update on when Cliff Omarui will be back. I think I'm saying Omarui correctly. Am I? Omarui? I'm reading it and it sounds phonetic to me. All right. I mean, I think that's what it is. I don't think I need to overcomplicate it. So I think Ohio State goes on the road. And as you mentioned, the rack is not quite what the rack is when there's a lot of New Jersey fans in that place ready to cheer on the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. It's not quite the haunted destination that it can be in Big Ten basketball. So I think Ohio State goes in there, they dominate the glass once again, and they get, well, if the underdog's special, if it's around one, I don't know. I mean, I could actually see this game by the time Vegas gets to it. Ohio State might be favored, and then I'd flip it and say take Rutgers in the underdog special. But as it stands right now, Rutgers a one-point favorite, according to Ken Palm. So I like Ohio State to probably win, but yeah, I guess you really can't cover if it's a one-point spread and also lose, unless it's a tie, but we don't do ties. So I say Ohio State wins on the road against a struggling Rutgers team this upcoming Saturday. It, it breaks I, my heart, George. I don't love it. I don't love to say I, it, picking against Rutgers. You know, I, I'm, I'm happy that you explained it thoroughly because it let me flush out all the mean things I was going to say to you at least. And I'll say, I will combat it though, no Cliff Amarui. He's been out since Illinois. Is Miles Johnson healthy? Because that's big for Rutgers, too. He held Luca Garza to just four rebounds. Garza still went off scoring-wise. But Miles Johnson in that performance at 13-10 and 10 as well. I think them coming back to the rack does help. They're the fourth-best shooting team in the conference. They got walking buckets and Ron Harper, Jacob Young, Geo Baker as he continues to recover and get healthier as well. Buckeyes aren't a good shooting team last season. And that's continuing this year as well. So mm-hmm. I actually think Rutgers is going to hit the over in this one. I think the over will Ooh. hit. And I think Rutgers beats Ohio State by more than 10 points. I, I think I, I think you awaken like Ron Harper is a walking bucket. I will say it True. time and time again. Death taxes Ron Harper is a walking bucket. If that's too long of a tweet, I don't care. But you got him as a junior. Jacob Young is a senior. Mont Mathis is a junior. Geo Baker is a senior. Miles Johnson, if he's healthy, a junior. This is such a experience team and they're just a bunch of dogs that's what i like about them and they can shoot lights out i think them going back to the rack helps them bounce back they were terrible against michigan state credit to the defense by the spartans but there's also open looks missing a lot of points left at the free throw line as well like you touched on 
I think that comes back. There's something that is good, good for the soul to be back on your home court and play. And the rack is a good gym for shooters. I think that's why I give Rutgers upper hand here. I think they more than cover minus one. I think even if that moves and if they become an underdog, I think they win by 10 still. And the Geo Baker, Geo Baker is not just a senior. He's like a seventh year senior with all the experience <laughs> he has had playing. He could Stadaway. be an eighth year senior next year. <laughs> he really could be. And that, that's what's been so concerning to me watching Rutgers here in this recent stretch is because at times, even if the offense hasn't been there, what they have been known for in this reemergence under Steve Peichel is the grittiness, is the toughness, and especially on the glass. So to be out-rebounded in the way they have in the last couple of games really does kind of have give me some hesitation, give me some pause when it comes to this Rutgers team. If they, if they win on Saturday, I will not be upset. I get to tweet out my Jim, Jimmy V clip. So that's all good by me. I'm fine if they ended up making me look foolish for picking against them in the underdog special. And that will be just okay with me. So five games. Yes, George, you have something to say about Rutgers you want to finish with? You New Jersey native? Yes. For everyone, like I said, go to the rack, take a trip there. After the game, I'd say after, because you, you don't want to be overstuffed at the game. But after the mm-hmm. game, go to stuff your face. I know it's really corny name one of the best calzones you'll ever have that's all i'm saying wow in 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 new brunswick that's all that's all that's my tip i can't believe they named a restaurant stuff your face and it just took it's like it's like yeah you go in and like it's like college vibes like you you, like the college students they got a curtail to the tourists hey what's what does mom and pop want to take little ben and georgie to before they go to the Rutgers game oh let's go to stuff your face have a calzone take one for the road and we'll go cheer on our scarlet knights that's how it goes so the accent came out a little bit there. I don't know if you caught on to that. <laughs> I did. Yeah, it's unforced. Don't have, don't have me saying coffee on this. Then we'll then we're gonna. Well, listen, George Belecci, much like the running back room in Madison, Wisconsin, is the great pipeline from New Jersey <laughs> headed to the state of Wisconsin. Big Ten hoops this weekend, but Big Ten football on a Monday night. The night of the national championship game, a college football season like no other will crown its champion on Monday. And the Locked On Podcast Network is covering it from all angles. You know we will do that here on our Monday show for Locked On Big Ten, but make sure to listen to Locked On Buckeyes with our good friend Jay Stevens and Locked On Bama with Luke Robinson and Jimmy Stein. Jimmy will be on this show for that Monday preview, giving you the outlook of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Jay will also be on this show. We're attacking it from every angle, in-depth, expert local coverage of each team heading into Monday's national championship game. Subscribe also to the Locked On College Football Podcast wherever you get your favorite shows. I host the Friday edition along with my co-host Patrick Kahn of Locked On Longhorns of Locked On CFB. So subscribe to that wherever you get your shows for previews and recaps of the final showdown for this season's college football championship. We continue on with some college basketball talk with George Blechey right now. So we have five Big Ten basketball games. We have given you our locked on locks of the week, our underdog specials. There is only one creative category here because there's only five games, but we give it to our guest because not only is he such a creative mind, we also want to honor him for being on this show. So, George, what is your third and final pick of the weekend? What is the name? What is the game? Give it to us. Well, first, outright in this game, I think Illinois covers. Right now, they're at minus eight. I think they hit the over two at 150, but the stat line I want us all to watch, not the score not the margin of victory, but how many rebounds Illinois finishes with. They're averaging 42 mm-hmm. rebounds per game in the big in this season. They out-rebound their opponents by over 13 per game. Meanwhile, Maryland barely gets over one rebound per game against their opponents. So I think Illinois 
I'm setting the over under at 43 rebounds, and I say take the over in this one on a prop bet. I really wow. like the fighting Illini. Their guards can rebound, and of course, Kofi Coburn, but Io, DeMonte Williams, they all can do it. And I really do think that they just have the depth at this. They'll control the pace. If they hit a bunch of shots, I won't be surprised. I could hit this number, but from Andre Corbello to Io DeSumo to Kofi Coburn, I think they out-rebound the Terps, but they also finished with over 43 in this game. So George Belecci's prop bet of the weekend is take the over of the 43 rebounds for the game between Illinois and Maryland. I love it. We haven't had a prop bet on this show yet, football or basketball or otherwise. That is the first prop bet in a full weekend preview in the history of Locked On Big Ten. And who else to better, better deliver it to us than George Belecci? George, man, that's why we love you here. And you like Illinois to win and cover, right? Yeah, I was originally actually going to watch Andre Corbello's uh, assists numbers mm. because he's been dropping dimes like crazy. And I, th- I love this backcourt because obviously Io is a, is a bucket too, but he can pass it as well. I think he's a top three, four, five player in the country. But Corbello can also help him facilitate this offense. So that's why I like him outright in this all around. Maryland, they just got James Graham in from Milwaukee. Like literally, I think it's genius what they're doing there. They're taking advantage of this blanket waiver. Like, hey, James, Graduate from Nicolay in Milwaukee early. Get onto campus. Don't just train. Let's get your reps on the court. You're not going to lose any eligibility. You'll be a freshman again next year. If you shoot, if you want a red shirt, then you can be five, six years here in College Park. So I think it's genius what they're doing. But I just think they're ways away. Illinois is what they are with their ranking. So that's why I think they cover and hit the over. And at the same time, I mean, they're a damn good rebounding team. Just the same thing you hit on with Pykele in Rutgers. I think what Underwood's doing in Champaign is the same thing. We're going to play tough basketball. We're going to out-rebound you. We're going to play smart. And we're going to get after you. So that's why I really like the Illini in every part of this game. To echo George's point there, Illinois is the best defensive rebounding team in the Big Ten. And as George mentioned in his explanation for the prop bet of the weekend, they have the best rebounding margin in all of the conference as well. So five games of Big Ten basketball. We run through the list one more time. Our Locked On Locks, George Belecci, a sports reporter in Madison, Wisconsin at NBC 15. His Locked On Lock is Iowa and the over, also a double dip in the game against Minnesota on Sunday. My Locked On Lock is tonight. Purdue visits Michigan State. I say take the Spartans, whatever the spread ends up being by the time we get to tip. Georgia's underdog special is a real underdog special. Nebraska plus eight, plus seven, whatever it is, against Indiana on Sunday. And then my underdog special, although I hate it right now, is Ohio State as the underdog on the road in the rack against Rutgers on Saturday. And then you heard it there. The first ever prop bet of football or a basketball weekend in the Big Ten Conference. George Blackshee's prop bet of the weekend, Illinois over 43 rebounds in their game against Maryland on Sunday. George Blackshee, always a pleasure, always creativity thrown our way, and maybe we're back together Monday night following the national championship game between Alabama and Ohio State. Who knows? The future, we never know what's going to happen. I would love it. I would love it. We never know, but the future, one thing we know is that overs will be hit and rebounds will be had this weekend in Big Ten basketball. We will end with that. George Belecci, a sports reporter and anchor at NBC 15 in Madison, Wisconsin, our dear friend on this podcast. Thank you very much for your time. So many thanks to George Belecci, a sports reporter and anchor at NBC 15 in Madison, Wisconsin, and probably my best friend in all of the sports media world. Just throwing that out there. George, I love you very much. Thank you for being on today's episode. He might also join me after Monday night's national championship game. We're in the works of possibly doing a live post-game show. We will see exactly how that plays out. Stay tuned. I'll have more information on Monday and throughout the weekend on my social media at Ben Scott Stevens and at Locked On Big Ten. But what we know for certain, come Monday, 
The focus is the national championship game between number one Alabama and number three Ohio State. A full-blown preview from each and every angle, both teams' outlooks and where to place your smart money with the Action Network's Colin Wilson, the smartest man when it comes to sports betting in all of college football in my mind. That is on Monday. We have Jay Stevens of Locked On Buckeyes. We have Jimmy Stein of Locked On Bama and the Action Network's Colin Wilson. A threefer on a Monday for a full-blown, full-out national championship preview between Alabama and our Big Ten champs. Ohio State. That comes on Monday, but until we get to Monday, have a great weekend of Big Ten Hoops and have a splendid Saturday and Sunday.